thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame, in love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb seated on the throne. Crown you now. With many crowns, you reign victorious. I am lifted up, Jesus, Son of God, the treasure of heaven, crucified. Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters, this morning. It is a great joy to be back in the United States and to share for a few moments with you on a new series about the greatness of Christ from Colossians chapter 1. If you would join me this morning in reading the text from verses 15 through 23. Hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Bob and uh, team for having us again this morning so that we could share the word of God. And truly, this is one of the most exciting subjects in all of scripture. And it's very deep, but I will try to break it up into a few uh, many uh, messages so that it will be uh, more uh, digestible and more palatable. And uh, But my goal is that as we spend time looking at the greatness of Christ, is that it will lead us to a greater sense of the awe of Christ. And it will lead us into uh, uh, magnifying his name and glorifying him and it'll lead us into worship. It will lead us into worship. Colossians chapter one uh, from about verse 15. I'll read it for you. I'll read the text for you. This is powerful stuff. This is powerful stuff. Uh, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist or are held together, my interpretation. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, 
the firstborn from the dead, and that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now have he reconciled in the body of this, of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the gospel, from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Father, we truly are thankful that today we get a, we get to look at Christ. We get to we get to uh, we get a, a glimpse of of Christ. We've we get to we get to uh, look and behold the image of Christ. We get to behold His glory, and we be, we get to understand the greatness of Christ a little more. I pray, O oh God, that our time spent over the next few Saturday mornings will be well worth it. As I ask that the Holy Spirit will unctionize your servants so that I could uh, teach and share uh, the thoughts on these incredible gospel texts, on this incredible text uh, written by Paul to the church at Colossae. I pray, O oh God, that, that uh, as a result of our coming together, Christ would be seen and not I. Be glorified, be magnified, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, we will not cover the entire text in this, this, this session, but I do believe that, uh, that we are going to come back, as I've hinted, so for several Saturday mornings, uh, because I want to take you through the greatness of Christ, and and if you have uh, uh, maybe uh, some friends that, uh, that 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 are not saved, and uh, or you have some Jehovah Witnesses friends uh, or family, I would invite them to listen to these messages, uh, uh, these many uh, messages over the next few Saturdays, uh, as we take a look uh, at the greatness of Christ. Hallelujah. You want to take worthy is the Lamb, seated on the throne, crown you now with many crowns, you reign victorious, I am lifted up, and Jesus, Son of God, the treasure of heaven. Crucify, worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Uh, let's take a look at the greatness of Christ. Let's take a look at the greatness 
of Christ. Uh, we're going to look at the his supremacy in a variety of different ways. Uh, we're going to see uh, the supremacy of Christ, first of all, in who he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to look at his, uh, what the theologians would call his intrinsic greatness. Uh, we're going to look at uh, here, the image of the invisible God in his deity. We're going to see his, uh, we are obviously going to see the greatness, the supremacy of Christ. Uh, we're going to see his supremacy in his position relative to the created universe uh, as the firstborn of, over all creation. Firstborn does not, does not mean created, does not mean uh, in the sense of a human birth, uh, but firstborn means his position. Uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses have clearly twisted this a little. The firstborn over all creation. Uh, we're going to see uh, the supremacy of Christ in what he has done in that it was through him, according to our text, that that all things were made in the visible and the invisible things. We are going to, uh, we, we, the, the, the text uh, uh, testifies and attests to the fact that, that he's actually the creator of all things. Uh, the, 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 the text uh, magnifies him for uh, what he has done. And in the text, we see the greatness of Christ in what he is presently doing every single day instant of every single day including today when 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 the author and paul says and states that that by him all things consist or are held together the, the whole universe is held together by his great power in these ways and probably a few more as as the Holy Spirit inspires me, we're going to see the greatness of Christ uh, unveiled. I hope I'm speaking to some non-Christians uh, uh, this morning. Uh, I pray that uh, uh, if you're within the sound of my voice, that you will hear these words and you'll be moved to to find salvation you'll be moved to uh, to 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 worship him as god as uh, as the christians who are listening uh, uh, have been moved and will be moved surely to worship him as god uh, it is my privilege hallelujah it is my privilege to share with you the greatness of Christ uh, today uh, it, it is my privilege to 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 uh, to recognize him uh, as the as the one who shed his blood on the cross for me and for you and uh, because of his great work on the cross no good works on our part, on your part, I need it. No good works are possible for the forgiveness of our sins. It's all here. It's all in Christ and in the cross. We can find it here. So uh, for you Christians, I say unto you that I hope this series warms up uh, your cold hearts. <laughs> if it is cold, I hope it warms it up. 
up, lights a fire, creates a burning desire through the Holy Spirit and through the scripture mm, to honor him as he truly deserves. And so, brothers and sisters, this morning, I want us to begin uh, by speaking uh, about Christ's greatness as God's visible image. Look at verse 15. It says, uh, it says that he, the te- and, 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 and Paul is clearly speaking of Christ. He's speaking of Jesus of Nazareth. He's speaking of Jesus the Christ, Jesus Christ. And Paul says he is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. We are immediately uh, brought face to face with his deity, uh, which is a foundational doctrine of the church. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to share with you for a few minutes because my time is almost up. Uh, we're going to have to probably come back next week. Uh, uh, so I'm introducing you uh, into the, to the idea that Christ's, Christ is great. His greatness, his supremacy uh, as the visible image of God. And we worship Christ. We worship, uh, we worship him as our God. We are not ashamed to bow down before him. We're not ashamed to embrace him uh, as deity. We believe in the deity of Christ. The church uh, and Christianity as a faith, as a religion, it contains many doctrinal concepts. Uh, there's so much there's so many uh, uh, there's so many the scriptures the 66 books of the Bible contains an uh, an infinite treasure of concepts that uh, uh, that some many of which are quite uh, uh, beyond our gra- our ability to fully grasp even as we spend our whole lives just, uh, studying the word of God and, and appreciating the word. There are many doctrines that uh, or doctrinal concepts that flow from the texts of scripture. And, uh, and, uh, but not all are equally significant. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example of this. Uh, you know, they, all, the, all the doctrinal concepts that flow from the texts of scripture may be all true, but they're not all equally significant. Uh, but they may be equally true. For example, the, 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 the doctrine of baptism is important. It's important to understand it. We're going to be baptizing a few people uh, the first Saturday of June, Lord willing. Uh, the doctrine, but the doctrine of the deity of Christ is far more important. That, well, let me give you another example. The doctrine of church government is important. Amen? Uh, that, but the doctrine of Christ, the doctrine of the deity of Christ, is far more important. Once again, another comparison, that the doctrine of the, of, the, of the end time teaching or the doctrine of eschatology is important. But the doctrine of the deity of Christ is, even, is way more important, way more important, way more important, way more important. Oh yes, it's, uh, it's it, the, 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 the doctrine that Jesus is Lord is supreme. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The doctrine that Jesus of Nazareth is actually God in the flesh is, is all important. 
out. He is Lord. Hallelujah. He is risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Whom do people say that I am? Uh, You are the Christ, the son of the living God. What did Doubting Thomas say to him a week after the resurrection? My Lord and my God. That is the supreme confession that a human being can make. My Lord and my God. I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna end right there this morning. He is my Lord and my God. Hallelujah. The greatness of Christ. Let's worship him. He is not, he's, he's not merely a mere man. He's not merely a mere religious uh, leader. He's not created. And he is, he is my Lord and my God. Hallelujah. He is my Lord and my God. Come back next week and we continue this teaching on this great subject. God bless you and have a victorious uh, weekend.